0: Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures Sunday edition for Sunday, February 5th. St. Francis and the Sultan. It's one of my favorite stories of St. Francis, and we're not even certain it really happened, So many stories in the life of Francis of Assisi have a legendary feel to them, which I suppose is why they keep being retold. They capture something of the truth and beauty of God that is timeless, investing these stories with an ongoing value stretching not only across the years, but across cultural boundaries. So, I don't know if this is true, though if it's not, it should be. I'm pretty sure I've shared this story within this ongoing devotional exercise that has now spanned about a decade and a half. No doubt more than once. But it bears repeating, echoing as it does the Jonah story, which is likewise surrounded by questions of historical veracity, which, as I've already stated here a few times, are all wearying exercises and missing the point. St. Francis and the Sultan. As told by Mirabai Star, set in the historical background of the Crusades during the 13th century of the Common Era, as Francis sets out to go to his own Nineveh under an inner divine impulse, and without, please note, the intervention of a giant minnow. Francis was sick of the fighting, sick of war being waged in the name of the Prince of Peace. He left Assisi and plunged into the lands of the Crusades. He would demand an audience with the Sultan. He would explain everything, the merciful teachings of Christ. On behalf of his Muslim brothers, the Sultan would forgive Francis's Christian brothers. He would be so moved by the Christian message that he would lay down his own sword and follow Christ. At least, this is what Francis is thinking. Malik al-Kamal had heard about the poor one of Assisi. Having spent his life immersed in the mystical teachings of Islam, the Sultan recognized Francis as a fellow Sufi, a mystic. He would receive him joyfully, reverently. It would not take much to awaken his Christian brother, who would remember his true nature and embrace Islam. And so thought the Sultan. as alaikum, the Sultan said to the friar when Francis entered his tent, the peace of God be upon you. Alekum asalaam, Francis answered, as he had been instructed, and may his peace also be with you. Francis knelt before Malik. Tell me about your faith, the sultan said. I want to know everything about that which lights such a heart as yours on fire. Francis spoke. He spoke in a rush of passion and joy, anguish and acceptance. And Malik listened. He listened with gratitude and respect, with amazement and amusement. At last the sultan whispered, La ilaha il Allah, to which the fire echoed, There is no god but God. Muhammadah Rashula, Malik added, and Muhammad is his messenger. Francis smiled and said, And Jesus is his word made flesh. The sultan burst out laughing, pulled the poor man of Assisi close, and hugged him, first on the left and then on the right. I am afraid today is not my day to become a Christian, Malik said, though your religion is beautiful. Nor will I convert to Islam, Francis said, though your prophet seems to understand the teachings of my lord. Thank you for the gift of your wisdom, the sultan said to the friar, and now I grant you safe passage. You are always welcome to come speak to me and to my people of your faith. Pray for me, Brother Francis. Imagine that. Imagine going and doing likewise as we venture the whole way into the Nineveh to which we are summoned. You see, the question is not did this happen in the 13th century of our era or the 8th century of the era before? The question is Will this happen now, in our time, in our place? And will we be part of it? Or will we only hear about it? Or worse, disparage those as unholy compromisers and traitors who would muster the courage of the hour to go into this Nineveh.